0: Jenny, how are we doing, buddy?
1: Matt, I'm great. Uh, been a few weeks in between it has drinks been for us. A few us.
0: weeks. Took a couple of um, weeks holiday uh, just to yeah. chill and reset, and now we're back at it. How are you?
1: You might notice I've, I've. Uh, <laughs> we're still in lockdown, but I've uh, still in lockdown. Yeah, I've but gone you got ahead. The cut. I've gone ahead and done it myself, um, which is pretty <laughs> dodgy, but uh, I enjoyed it. It was a, funny. That's a
0: self-cut right there. That's a wow. self-cut.
1: Yeah. you know what I'm impressed man I'm very Thank you. impressed you didn't go all yeah. the
0: way you didn't, I, didn't, I didn't do it all
1: I tried no. to do it as best as I can um, right. but yeah it's, it's okay it does the Look job looking sharp looking sharp <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, big week in music lots of new things to talk about there's a lot of new artists uh, a lot of artists that I, weren't, I wasn't familiar with uh, in this mm. current weeklies so give me the rundown man who made the cut and why
1: Yeah, well, that might um, that'll come in handy later on because our song of the week is by I I would say a a little known artist, um, but we'll get to that later. Um, (laughs) The the more well known artists in the um, in in this playlist are maybe behind the scenes a little bit because we've got Matt Corby who's produced. Two songs, not one, but two songs in this playlist. Not
0: one. It wasn't enough to produce one track in the weeklies uh, mm-hmm. this week. Matt Corby had to outdo himself and produce two tracks in this that's weeklies.
1: Right. Which one are they, bud? Um, so we got Great Gable. Their song called Hazy, um, and that's actually out on on uh, Matt's record label, Rainbow Valley Records. Um, ah, cool. I'm not sure if he's released on it previously. I think it might be like the inaugural release. I'm not actually sure, but um, okay. probably should have double-checked that. Um, but yeah, his last album... I'm not album. sure. Well, maybe
0: his last... Like, it sounds familiar, the Rainbow Valley uh, yeah. like title sounds familiar. Yeah. I'm wondering if his last album... That's um, right. Was released, on, was that Rainbow Valley or something? It was called like
1: Ra- Rainbow Valley, yeah. That's
0: right, it was, yeah. Yep. I was about to dive back there into my record collection and <laughs> pick out the Matt Corby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, wow, okay, sick.
1: Yeah, so, I think it's the name of his like, ranch that he lives on. Um, <gasps> yeah, so, yeah he has Northern a studio New there. That's in New South
0: Wales, isn't it? Yeah. That's correct, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah wow. Um, And then the other song he produced, or has co-production credits on, is uh, Jack River's new song, We Are The Youth.
0: Excellent. Um, Well done, Jack River. Amazing Jack. Yeah,
1: I do want to talk about that. And um, yeah, it's a great track. Um, And we've talked about Jack River a little bit recently um, with the Our Soundtrack, Our Stories campaign.
0: Yeah, doing a lot for Australian music at the moment. So i got lots of love for Jack River. I mean, always lots of love for her anyway. But, um, yeah, of late, she's doing a lot for the Aussie music uh, community. And so, uh, yeah, we couldn't be more proud. And this is a great release. So really Yeah, sad that's right.
1: Yeah, I should talk about who she actually is. Uh, so Jack River is a project of Holly Rankin. Um, and she's – this is her first single of the year as well. It's been, a, I think, a year between singles. Um and she's brought a really star-studded um, lineup to this track just for this song, um, okay. as well as Matt Corby on the co-production. Um, we've got Xavier Dunn, um, who's a songwriter and has some good solo stuff himself. Um, right. And then Edwin White and Joel Cordeman, who are a little bit of a production or songwriting uh, duo. Um, so Edwin has worked in the past with uh, Vance Joy, uh, most famously on Riptide, Oh wow. um, Excellent. Yeah, so he's got some success, and then Joel yeah. Gordman actually used to be in Ex- Eskimo Joe. Um, oh no way! Mm, so yeah, he does he does a bit of this songwriting and and production behind the scenes. So that's his wow. thing now. Um, yeah, but really enjoyed this track from from Jack. Um, it's got a a '90s indie pop vibe, which he always brings to the table. But um, it's kind of like some spoken word and like um, layered vocals. In this as well, and some gentle background synths, which add some quirkiness, uh, which yeah, was really cool. It's a
0: nice, it's a nice new development from her, I think. Yeah, I think you know, yeah. an extension of, of, of her sound, just sort of venturing into to new areas. I really liked it quite a lot. I thought mm. it was
1: great. Yeah, yeah same. Um, another track so I want else? to talk about.
0: Who else yeah. is in the weeklies? Who else is making noise, man? Let me know.
1: Well, there's a guy uh, in there called Mockta. Did you catch this one?
0: I did I did I thought it was fantastic yeah really really, really? Good, actually yeah I really yeah. I really liked it yeah look I mean don't get me wrong <laughs> oh, I'm not as deep down this this path as you are yeah um, but- yeah when you do put these tracks into the playlist, I make sure that I uh, that I, I tune my ear and listen to them because I know where they're coming from. And so I kind of want to open myself up a little bit more. So oh, I liked it, yeah, it was, um, yeah. Look, to be honest, it's not, these are not the tracks that I'm gonna personally go back to over and over and over again. But um, yeah, really, really cool. I thought it was great.
1: Yeah, that's good. It's good to hear. I didn't expect you to, you know, love it, but I wanted to sort of uh, talk about Mokta Um, for everyone out there that's listening, uh, Matt is not the biggest sort of techno (laughs) house fan, whatever you'd call it. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. Just electronic music in general. Although like, mm. I think we've mentioned this before on the podcast a a, a couple of times. Yeah. And, but you're opening me up to to new things such as Mokta, which is great. Yeah.
1: So this is a really interesting project. this was the second song he's ever released under this new Mokhtar project. Um, his real name is Mokhtar Al-Sharuni, I hope I'm saying that right. He's uh, of Egyptian heritage um, and he's now based in Melbourne. He's from Sydney, now he's moved to Melbourne. Um, and this is a really interesting project. I, I think it's, um, it t- to me it took a long time to sort of find out who he actually was and what he'd done in the past. I knew he had to do he had to be a Polish musician because this music he's making is very, as I said, very polished. Um, and it, it sort of brings together a lot of styles. Um, so we have like the traditional like Middle Eastern percussion and, and instruments in, in the song that he's just released, Lemon. Um, and he's sort of bringing it into this like modern techno. So really hard to sort of bring those together, but he's done it terrifically yeah, and better and than I've ever that heard that anyone was, do before
0: and that's why I thought it was most intriguing about the track um you know and 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 why I was like yeah this is this is pretty dope it's not generally my mm. kind of thing but um there were those, those elements of it was enough to be like to to sort of catch my ear and go wow this is this is kind of different This is kind of cool I really like that
1: yeah. yeah um yeah so as I said it was hard to pin down where he where he sort of Got his uh, musical chops, but he used to be in a band called Polygraphia, um, which who make sort of really cool synth pop and have collabs with guys like Winston Winston Surfshirt. Sorry.
0: Wow, which is which is kind of just big. Uh,
1: Winston Surfshirt. I need Winston to get that surf out. Surfshirt. <laughs> <laughs> it just was a real mouthful. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's now stepped out on his own and he's sort of bringing his Egyptian heritage to the mix which is really cool um, and yeah this one's just made for Melbourne clubs and and probably not even just Melbourne clubs like clubs all around the world um, and yeah hopefully there's a time soon where we can get out there and dance to it but oh, yeah, right. we'll get there we'll get there we're all
0: hanging out <laughs> for that most definitely yeah
1: yeah um, I want to get to now the song of the week Matt
0: song of the week alright drop it beautiful on beautiful pipes mate
1: <laughs> yeah. um, so I really liked I this song. <laughs> this one is Austin with the fire. Uh, yeah, his song of the week. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't choose this song for you know the interesting narrative or you know the well, pro- well known production and song credits that we've already talked about through Mockta and Jack River. This one was just genuinely. Yeah. I loved the song, um, and I didn't really know Austin that well at all. Um, but I was just floored at how brilliant this song was. Um, it was a great, track, really beautiful electro pop. Yeah. yeah. What do you think yeah. of yeah. it? Outside Tell of me Jack, your thoughts.
0: Outside of Jack River, this was the the next track that I just banned, hit like loved it. Yeah. I was like, great. This is really really nice. And again, I think it's because. Um, it's softened by that pop sort of vibe uh, about mm. it. So, you know, like I, I guess electro pop really sort of like gives me a, a little, you know, a softer window for me to climb into that world um, and, yep. and enjoy it a little bit more. And yeah, it was beautiful. I really, really liked it. It was a great track.
1: Yeah. Um, I, as I said, the, the I didn't choose this because of the production, people behind the scenes making this. It was all because I love the song. But yeah. Um, John O'Mah and Matt Hadley actually share the production credits on The Fire. And if you don't know John O, he is a part of um, Jaguar Ma, which is a pretty cool indie electronic group.
0: I'm a you look yeah ba- huge fan of Jaguar Ma like back in mm. the day their open their, their earliest sort of like their initial release was yeah pretty big for me and I remember playing it over and over and over again yeah so I haven't <laughs> yeah. heard much from um, Jaguar of late though like but no maybe that's just because I'm not sort of venturing into that world but
1: yeah it's been a bit no quiet. not at all they haven't been around they haven't like released any music for like five years maybe even yeah. longer um, yeah so yeah it's it's good to hear him doing, still doing things though. He's, he's got a few things going on behind the scenes. Um, yeah. A few collaborations, as, as we can hear here, but. Um, big names to, to, to be like, you know, on the production credits of a track
0: like this, for sure. Yeah. Especially with an artist that you're not particularly familiar with. I'm not familiar at all with mm. Austin. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, big names.
1: Yeah, and yeah, the other guy, Matt Hadley, he's, um, he's in the band uh, Total Giovanni, so. He's done a bunch of work with artists like Methyl Ethel and Evan Clark and Ainsley Wills. So um, yeah, yeah, some wow. some good producers there still, even though that's not at all. Um, who we're trying to shine try a light on because <laughs> we so need to no, talk about Austin. Shine light
0: on all of this aside. We just want to let yep. everybody know <laughs> you liked this track because you liked this track. It was just a dope yes. track. And it was, it That's was a right. great track. I really, really mm. dug
1: it, yeah. Yeah, Austin's you know, definitely you know. a star. She's got these beautiful buttery smooth vocals. Um, and yeah, they're just a perfect foil for um, Matt and Jono's dazzling synths and, Pulsating Percussion, I think. Pulsating Percussion,
0: that is mm-hmm.
1: excellent. Mm. Yeah.
0: And it was, too. Yeah. It was fantastic.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so very happy with that track. Um, and I'll be keeping an eye on Austin going forward. She's released this one on Tank Top Records, which is actually Nixon's record label, um, who oh, wow. we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Like I think we had her song of the week as well. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, very much so. Well, yeah. They're doing good things over in that, um, in that, that neck of the woods for sure.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, Matt, because we haven't spoken in a while, um, I want to talk about (sighs) probably the biggest album drop in the last month, um, Donda by Kanye West. And it actually, actually takes me into Tennis Trivia. Tenny's (laughs)
0: Chinese <laughs> trivia, my obviously f- most favourite segment of our uh, short uh, podcasting careers. Fantastic. That's right. You Give love me being put in hot seat on that Chinese trivia. <laughs> Donder, which is going to be like trivia around Donder. I'm going to be in all kinds of trouble. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I liked the release, and I, you know, yeah. and, uh, I've been a big Kanye West fan back, you know, since early days, but. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know any trivia around it. This is gonna be fun. Shoot, man,
1: go for <laughs> well, it, I'm ready. Of course cool. it was, uh, again, I'm talking about producers and songwriters, like, just like a broken record, but um, <laughs> it was just, just a stacked list in Donda, as we know. Um, but there's actually an Australian act that have received a production credit on a couple of songs. Yes. Um, and I want to ask you, Matt, who was the Australian act? I'll give you some options, ah, don't worry. Okay, give me the, uh, Sorry. Give me the options, <laughs> run me through it. A, all day, B, Kevin Parker, C, FNZ, or D, Rufus Sol Tell me what you think.
0: I'm going to trick you up a little bit here,
1: my friend, because this week I actually
0: know the answer, which Ooh. is quite surprising. Yeah, it's FNZ. And the well reason done. that I know this is because <laughs> i actually i read an article uh, that uh, about this right. uh, and it was and I think there was even a little video clip of the guys as well. I was super impressed. I was like, no way, this is really, really cool. There are a couple of guys, mm. I couldn't remember exactly where they are. I just remember the the craziness of the story and the fact that um, there was a big American producer uh, or it was an uh, R&B artist that had come to Australia and they'd somehow got a track or a couple of tracks to him. And he's like, and he gave them his personal sort of like details and said, you know, this is great. Keep, wow. keep doing your thing. And then yeah. Yeah. time went by nothing happened um, and they made a very sort of uh, obviously a very lucrative decision now um, to just yeah. pack their stuff up go to the states and then just like cold you know sort of call on this dude on this producer and I, I'm obviously paraphrasing all of this I can't remember the the producer or the guy but basically, just knocking on the door and going, "Hey, you know, we're here in the states," and you know, and, and from that, they they started sort of working together and started, you know, like yeah, entering into the the community and the in and in, in that world in the states, and they've blown up and done huge things. Yeah. So yeah. Take that, wow. mate. I actually I'm, got
1: one. <laughs> I'm really glad that I asked you that question and put you in the hot seat because you've actually told a more, much more interesting story than I even had prepared because I didn't even oh. know that. So you've just... Yeah. We might have to call this Matt's Matt trivia now and put me in the hot seat because you know um, more than me on this topic. <laughs>
0: I do, and I can't remember whether it was something I saw on Instagram and whether it was like a video production thing or something that I read, but I do remember reading it and going, and then I, just, I read the full article and I was like, oh, that's so cool. I guess because I'm, I'm a little, um, patriotic when it comes to this sort of stuff, yeah. you know, and I like to see that you know the artists <laughs> from you know our corner of the world are venturing out into the rest of the globe uh, and doing really really well. Um, and yep. I, I guess I was a little bit buzzed about the Dondo um, release and where whether or not you know where you sit on this release you know with regards to um whether it's good whether it's bad but also a lot of the controversy around it and around um you know some of the acts that that mm. um that feature on this album um yeah i guess it was it, it's all of that aside and kanye aside for these guys to to be producing on on this this big release um yeah, it's really kind of cool to to see them, yep. you know, kicking ass over
1: in the states. It's, it's yeah, it was great. Yeah, that's right. Um, they've actually they've actually been in our playlist before, not from their solo projects or anything, but they were actually behind. Um, they had credits on Stay by Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber
0: boom that's right that's exactly yeah. you know what i read this article i think it was <laughs> on the abc and it was yeah. about their production credits on that track which is the you know like the biggest track you know of all time at the moment really or pretty yeah, much yeah yeah it's, yeah, it's, massive. it's easily it's the biggest song of the year up. i'd say yeah yeah absolutely mm. yeah and their production credits on it that's where they the, the article came from so i remember yep. it no way yeah well, that's there brilliant so they so they're killing it this year doing really really good. yeah yeah it's cool uh, look at me yeah, I'm like I'm like one for three I think now or
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey I, I mean oh, I'm, I'm putting man. you in the hot seat I'm um, taking the piss out of you um, so you're doing well in my eyes man that's literally the only
0: answer <laughs> I'm going to get I guarantee for <laughs> the rest of
1: the year for sure <laughs> <laughs> so now oh. Matt I want to throw over you because I reckon you've got some pretty big albums to talk about <laughs>
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I wanted to chat about uh, Amel and the sniffers' comfort to me, just mm. massive release for the weekend for me. Anyway, I've been hanging out for this album for so long. Um, yeah, you know, basically ever since the single started dropping, and that all of them were on point. You know, so none good. None of them. Yeah, none of them really missed a beat, and so I was very much looking forward to the full album. I felt like this album outside of it taking off like an absolute rocket and I mean like the first five tracks on this this album, just do not stop. The tempo is so high, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I was just, when well, the first time I'm listening to it, I'm like, yes, yes, I was getting so <laughs> jacked. But, um, there, you know, outside of that, there's actually a, there's a certain sort of maturing in terms of like the songwriting and the production choices on this album that I thought were yeah. really, really, really cool. The um, Their previous self-titled album was solely produced by a guy called Ross Orton. And this time around, um, Amal are actually sharing the production credits on the album, um, and they're okay. sharing them with a with a dude by the name of Dan Lasker, um, who's if anybody's familiar. He's um, done work with the Black Eyed. Uh, Susan's and probably most notably for everybody in the Australian world are uh, the Drones. So uh, yeah, so that's where you're going to know see. Dan from either the Black Eyed Susan's or probably the Drones. Um, but yeah. I think the choice for these guys to to jump into the um, the production, you know, sort of uh, chair, so to speak, and and to really take a little bit more control of this album has been was really such a good move for them um, because yeah. the album. Uh, is is just so tight. I mean that, that that savagery is still there from them, that punch, <laughs> you know, all your favorite little guitar solos are still there. Taylor's lyricism is still as visceral as ever. She's just savage on this album. But this time around it's 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 a little better, it's a little sharper, and I think that's exactly what you want from a sophomore album, you know? Yeah. Um just just to be that just a little bit better. This yeah. Yeah and so you know, maturing sounds like such a. Uh, you know, in hindsight, I'm like, oh, maturing. It just sounds like a terrible word, but it. Uh, they have developed, in, and it's not just. Yeah, it's sharper. It's better. It's it, it's yeah. The whole album's just really put together. Just that little bit better, which is really nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's good to know that they have, sort of, you know, taken it upon themselves and really tried to branch out and actually produce the record on their own and get their own sound that they want. Um, yeah, and, yeah and I it's think that they're really stepping well. into that.
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%, man. You know, I mean, the first yeah. album was very raw and like like most albums, first albums are, although, you know, like this is Amel, so like it raw is <laughs> very raw. Um, That's right. And what I love about this one is that, yeah, again, the savagery is still there. It's still raw. It's still Amel. Um, but, mm. you know, like everything's just just a little bit better, a little bit tighter, a little bit sharper, you know, a little bit better. Most notably yep. for me and where I found this was on a, a post-chorus refrain in a track called Maggot, which, let's <laughs> face it, is pretty raw lyrically. <laughs> like this is very indicative of what Amel and the Sniffers do. And Maggot is savage but there's a you know this this sort of songwriting production choice in there that just lifts this track to to another level and it's just such a great choice and the way not only from a songwriting perspective but from you know, a production perspective where the the tone that they get out of um her voice uh and that that sound there's there's a there's a unique flavor to it that you're not going to find on any other amel track um mm. you know on either album and for me i felt like it was just a little you know sort of door opening into further development and places that the band could go in the future so i was really really stoked uh, about that so um, cool. So look, it's incredible second release, you know, and perhaps a sneak peek into even further development from, from a band that I think are really beginning now just to sort of take flight, to really feel comfortable within themselves and, and to step forward. So this is a great second release and I can't wait to pick it up on vinyl and I highly recommend that you guys <laughs> go out there and pick one up yourself or listen to it on all the available uh, streaming uh, platforms yeah. because it's a fantastic it it well to album.
1: Me. Yeah.
0: Well, I hope I, so. Uh, I've got
1: it on the listening list. I need to get to it. Um
0: <laughs> we'll I to make slacked sure you off, check out Maggie and that, yes. that yeah, and that post refre- Let me know like if you hear it and you're like, yep. "Well, yeah, and if you're feeling the same <laughs> thing." Look, other notes, uh, other other albums of note, um, you know, from me over the weekend was uh, Pissed Idiots, Idiocracy, uh, Losers, uh, All the Rage. And look, it was a great weekend for rock releases, really, huge. whatever they be, yeah. you know, like punk, posed, pop, whatever, you know, what have you. Um, there was basically, if you're into distortion, it was a great weekend for you. So, uh, yep. yeah, they're, um, they're great albums and definitely worth checking out.
1: Yeah, that's huge. they <laughs> like three, they're the best like rock bands that we have in the show at the moment, so yeah, most weekend. definitely.
0: Yeah, it was mm. a great weekend for that, most definitely. So switching uh, themes here and moving from um, music releases into hi-fi, which is where I, I certainly uh, am more comfortable sitting, <laughs> um, I want to talk about the Evo, uh, EVO 4 campaign that we've got going on at the moment. There's two weeks yeah. left in this campaign. It is a 20% off RRP uh, across the entire EVO 4 uh, series. And um, so I just wanted to talk a little bit about EVO and I wanted to talk about the technology with then Evo and why, if you're thinking about uh, a speaker, you know, upgrade or maybe a new pair of speakers, then um, you know why Evo might just be kind of the the speakers for you. And that at the moment, with 20% off the recommended retail price, that you know, it's it's a you know, never been a better time to get a set of Evo speakers. So yeah, we're gonna step into that world, young man.
1: All um, right, let's this. do it. Let's I'm interested to hear because it's 20% right. off is huge, um, yeah. and the Avro's are just such good value anyway um, oh, and have They're like all these speakers unreal technology within it that is you know could have been saved for our higher and has been implemented into our highest technology. so well, this it's is exactly your buck. Right. This mm. is what we're going to talk about so like
0: for, <laughs> for everybody else out there um, who isn't so familiar the Evo is a step-up speaker series uh, within the Worfdale line um, they're the next step up from our award-winning diamond line which is you know probably the line that Worfdale is most noted for and they sit underneath the um, the flagship, uh, speaker series the Elysian series but they actually employ a lot of the uh, the R&D discoveries that are from Elysian so yeah yeah, so, I mean, Elysian was this big, bold research and development, you know, sort of venture from Wolfdale where they, they kind of took the handbrake off or the handbrake was lifted from the engineering team in terms of, like, price point. And they were really just sort of, like, given uh, the freedom to make a badass luxury loudspeaker. Just remove all of the price constraints and just go for it, boys, and see what you guys can do. <laughs> uh, the consequence of that saw uh, a number of new technologies, and those technologies have now been uh, implemented or trickled down uh, into the Evo line, and most notably, I think that the one that we need to talk about the most because I think it's the one that everybody is really sort of familiar is the AMt driver the AMt driver yep. are you familiar with that one Tennyson
1: I look six months ago, I probably would have told you no, but um <laughs> I've tried to get my head around it as best as possible um, And you know, AMT. It's I think it's a bit it's a bit maligned within the hi-fi industry, but um, it's even the Evo has even you know turned the most maligned people in the industry. Against uh, AMTs, you've been it's reviews, turned them around. my man. You've been I watching have.
0: audio reviews. What are you doing? You're jumping into <laughs> my world. Eh?
1: Yeah, that's right. I had to. I had to have a look. Um, I wanted to know a bit more about them because they look so killer. Um, uh, and this I didn't even is- know what AMT was uh, a while ago, but. Andrew Robinson, who I've got to give him a shout out, the recovering, audio file. Yeah, the recovering audio file, he's an absolute gun. we actually shared a little clip of his review on the EVO fours on Wharfdale, Australia in the last yeah. week. And um, he's he tells everyone he hates AMT, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, straight up. But, but despite this, he loves the We've AMT won him over. and he loved the evo fours, so
0: yeah, yeah, we've won in with the we've won him with the Evo four AMT mm. uh, input, and this is and I think it, that one was on the uh, the AMT, or oh, sorry, the Evo four point one. I don't even think it was four point two. So it doesn't even have the oh. um, uh, the the dome mid range that, that's sort of working in conjunction with um, yep. the 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 amt driver and i personally have listened uh to i've got a set of the the 4.1s here that i've messed around with and taken some video of and and obviously listened to and they're they're stunning so for everybody out there we're gonna like what is amt what are we talking about here so we're talking amt stands for air motion transformer right and basically it's just The AMT is responsible for the high frequency um, sounds within the speaker Um, and the transformer part of the air motion transformer is really just another name for speaker driver, which you know, speaker drivers transform um, electrical energy into moving mechanical energy. They transform one energy type into another, and that's where we get our transformer from. So yeah, your AMT transformer is really just another way of saying driver, speaker driver, and it's mm. the high frequencies that we're talking about here. So the most common high frequency drivers in the, the hi-fi world are our dome tweeters. And I think tweeter is a pretty familiar term with most people, even if they're not really too familiar with hi-fi, they're probably familiar with what a tweet or at least the word tweeter, is that something that you were familiar with before you sort of jumped into the hi-fi <laughs> world
1: too deep or? Um, I knew, yeah, uh, we're going back a little bit, but yeah, I knew, I think I knew the word, um, but, you know, it took a yeah. while to rub my head around what like, you know, a driver and the tweeter and all that. I think that it is, comes but,
0: from like the car audio world too. Like um, yeah. when, you know, like guys, are, you know, guys and girls, but you know, like from my history of it, it was always due to like, just dropping stupid, big stereo systems into that. (laughs) Um, And, you know, and the tweeters were separate and they always sat on the dash sort of thing. So, a tweeter was a kind of familiar thing. Now, a dome tweeter, which is the most common tweeter um, out there, think of uh, a basketball, cut in half, shrunk down to the size of about a 20 cent piece, And it's mounted to what is essentially a standard, though somewhat smaller, motor system, right? And that's what produces most of the high-frequency sounds. So it's just a dome shape, a dome membrane, but it's a really, really small one. It's about the size of a 20 cent piece, and it's fixed to what, you know, is essentially a pretty standard motor system. The AMT works completely different. It's absolutely different. It's a flat membrane instead of a dome so it's actually it's um it's rectangular in shape and it's flat um yep. but it's ribbed like an accordion so you know those um squeeze boxes that you you, you kind of push in and out right that, um, <laughs> yeah you know, i think they the the Uh, piano keys on one side and then they have the the numbers on the other and you kind of push this thing in and out like an accordion. That's what an AMT essentially is, is it's ribbed Mm. like an accordion. Now there's a signal trace that runs through every one of the ribs in that accordion. And the whole thing is wedged between magnets. And so what happens when you feed an electrical signal through that um, signal trace? Is that because it's wedged between magnets, it actually causes these fins in the accordion to expand and contract and expand and contract. and that's what it does. It squeezes the air and it produces the high frequency signals or the high frequency sounds. Um, and it's a really unique way of creating high frequency sounds and it's quite um, it's quite an incredible way of producing high frequency sounds. It is, super highly detailed Um, it produces (laughs) a lot less distortion so Mm. um, and when you reduce all of that distortion you just get more speaker detail you get more clarity at the top end right the the film that they use so you've got the, the membrane which is the film that's used with all of the ribs in it. It's super low mass. It's actually really, really thin uh, film stuff. So a lot thinner than a standard dome um, tweeter. And because it's low mass, it reacts a lot faster to the music signal that's being fed to it. And so as a consequence yeah. of that, it actually sounds a lot more lively. And it, so you get this really sort of lively sound out of the the high frequencies when you're playing vacuum music on an AMT driver. It's more efficient. So equipment matching is fantastic with AMT drivers so that it's not, you know, sort of putting higher demands on your amplifiers so that when you're, so whatever you're using right now, um, you're 99, percent of the time you're not going to have to upgrade your your amplifier um yeah if wow. you decide to go with um a set of the um the evo 4s whatever you're using in terms of amplification now is more than likely going to be enough for you um when you're you're jumping into the evo 4 so super efficient yeah. equipment matching is fantastic basically it's just a way more badass way of producing high frequency sounds and it's what's most important here is that it, this is a technology that's usually reserved for very very expensive speakers um yep. so yeah it's quite um it's quite rare to find it at such an affordable speaker price yeah.
1: i hadn't actually thought about how how good that is that it's it's it can be matched with any sort of amplifier um that you probably already have i mean like it is a step up from probably, you know, the base level uh, speakers or for us, like our diamonds. Um, And so that is like, it's it's bang for buck already and then you don't have to go out and buy new equipment for it, so. Uh,
0: Absolutely. It's just (laughs) such a saving. (laughs) The EVO 4 is a really efficient speaker line um, as a consequence uh, of many different factors, but the AMT driver being one of them. the Evo 4.4s are a what Hi-Fi award-winning um, floor stander. They they got product of the year in their floor standing category. Yep. They're, they're they're just being, they can't be praised highly enough. The Evo 4.2s are getting insane reviews uh, on all of the YouTube channels from all of the reviewers. Yep. Um, big shout out to uh, the cheap audio man who recently did one. That guy is just hilarious and I love his <laughs> reviews and he gave um, the 4.2s a stellar review. Um, and yep. th- th- you're getting, uh, this is a step up, you know, what you, you know, you were saying like this um, you know, certain reviewers have said, you know, you're really getting an insight here into what um, really high end audiophile um, sound is all yeah. about. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's really, you, you can't ask for, you know, sort of better praise, um, especially in a speaker that, that that is nowhere near as expensive as high end audiophile. Um, you know, sort of uh, speaker prices. And that's really because it's using a lot of the technologies that have trickled down from our Elysian series, which is a luxury speaker um, and, and, and does sit within that luxury speaker price bracket as well. So yep. yeah, you don't have to, there's no need to upgrade to amplification as well. And, you know, that can always be a consideration when people are looking to upgrade speakers and they're looking to spend more money on it. Well, is it going to be efficient enough but when I do get these speakers is there going to be enough power within the amplifier that I've got to really get the right kind of shine out of the um, the, the new speakers that I want to purchase yeah and um, you know with with something like that Evo 4 because of that efficiency, there's more than enough amplification that you're already using for sure. Most definitely. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's huge. Great. Could
1: save you up to a couple of thousand do- dollars. So.
0: Most definitely. And
1: we can save you even
0: more at the moment with that 20% off the recommended retail price. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's probably a gratuitous plug. Like, go out there and buy Ego's speakers. Yeah. But look, it, it's... Um, it's a campaign that we've been uh, running for the last two weeks. There's two more weeks of it, and um, it's a really great price on, on the Evo4 range. So if you are looking for a new set of speakers um, or you were looking, to, or you're considering maybe you were going to upgrade, um, then definitely go into um, one of our... Dealers supporting the Evo fours, and they're easy enough to find, and we'll we'll put put some links uh, in uh, the show notes for this podcast as well. We'll And um, you know, have a listen. And because you've got two weeks where you could get them at twenty percent off recommended retail price, and that's that's a that's a pretty good saving. That's right. It's huge. And that's me, man. That is it for the week. That's us. We're done. We did this thing. Um, <laughs> it's great to be back, man. It's good to, uh, it to chat to you again. I've missed you terribly. Don't oh, leave me again. Mate, right. I missed
1: you too. Um, this podcast means a lot to me. Yeah, it's only been going for a little bit, but I love it. So, got to keep that <laughs> um, shit going.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to next week, man, for sure.
1: Already. 100%. <laughs> All
0: right, dude. <laughs> All right, man. Great to chat to you. And we'll catch you guys later. <laughs> Bye. <Pretty rude. laughs>